Hello and welcome back to the Jumping Through Hoops podcast with myself, Hannah Murphy. I'm a mum of three and multiple business owner, and I have set this podcast up in order to serve you and to help you jump through the hoops of life and business. Let's begin. This episode is all about finding your niche in business. So if you are either in the early stages of starting up your own business or perhaps you are just thinking about it at the moment and you've not quite taken the steps yet into setting it up but you fancy yourself as your own boss or perhaps you you you're happy in your day job but you fancy a little side hustle and something that can make you uh, some extra revenue or perhaps just trying something new that you enjoy so finding your niche now I'm just going to tell you a bit about how I found my niche first and then I'm going to help you find your niche so my story (laughs) if you don't know already I teach hula hooping so it's very random (laughs) um hence the name of this podcast obviously jumping through hoops all stemmed from my love and passion for teaching hula hooping so I trained as a fitness instructor and when I first trained as a fitness instructor it was never my intention to teach hula hooping I wanted to work in gyms teaching exercise classes and uh, I I at the time, was actually teaching um, Bollywood dance, which I still do actually, but um, not as much as I uh, do with the hula hooping. So as I say, I was training as a fitness instructor and hadn't even entered my thoughts to teach hula hooping. I actually picked up a hula hoop by accident once because I was looking for a way to, to tone up after I'd had my son, Archie. And someone had said to me, oh, hula hooping, it's it's brilliant for for the waist. And I actually found a class, which um, they're they're very few and far between. But I found a class. I was lucky enough to stumble upon a class in um, a town near to me and absolutely fell in love with it. And then I sort of self-taught myself, really, by watching YouTube tutorials. And um, the kids joined in with me. Uh, my older daughter, she actually would join in with me. And I qualified as a fitness instructor. I started teaching in gyms, started teaching classes such as legs, bums and tums and circuits and so on. And um, I just found it wasn't really my passion. And... I was still teaching myself hula hooping on the side at home. And it was one day when my daughter's school asked if I would come in and do a little fitness session for the children. And I thought, yeah, that'd be, that'd be good fun. What what could I do that the children would perhaps enjoy? And I was thinking, oh, I'll, I'll bring in a couple of hula hoops. And um, I used some of the schools at the time as well. Didn't have enough. Didn't have a big hoop collection like I do now. <laughs> You should see my garage, by the way. It's absolutely full to the brim of hula hoops. Anyway, so went into the school and um, offered a hula hoop session to children who were about uh, six, seven years old. And, oh my goodness, they absolutely loved it. And I could not stop beaming throughout the whole session. I had so much energy to give. And usually from my my fitness classes I was teaching I I would give so much energy but afterwards I would be left drained however that didn't happen with this I I actually left feeling like I had more energy (laughs) which is mad um 
And I realised it's because I absolutely just loved it. And, you know, I it, it wasn't like a chore to me. It wasn't like working in any way. It was just, yeah, it was so rewarding. So anyway, that's how it all started. And I actually then established an after-school club at my daughter's school, just a weekly after-school club. And it just got more and more popular and a waiting list started to come in and I was thinking, oh my gosh, people were asking if I did it anywhere else. And I'm like, oh, no, I don't at the moment, but I, I'll think about it. And and that's how it all kind of started. And now it's grown uh, to what it is today with with having um, teachers that, that teach in various schools across uh, the country and um, workshops as well, parties and adults classes and uh, online classes. <laughs> um but hey, that that all just stemmed from from me training as a fitness instructor and finding a little niche, really. So that's my niche in the fitness sector, which is hula hooping. Um, and I think it just worked because firstly, I was passionate about it. Um, then there was the demand for it. It was different. And there wasn't much competition, um, which automatically made me stand out and it, it brought me in clients and, and waiting lists for classes so now we're going to talk about how how you can niche something down okay so if you want to stand out then you need to look at micro niching in your industry okay it, it might be hard to completely micro niche depending on what industry you're in however there's always going to be something that you can add to make yourself stand out from your competitors so just for an, another example here before I trained as a fitness instructor I was actually working as a beauty therapist that was my first business actually I I'd set up my beauty business within my family's hair salon and I trained in lots of different beauty um aspects so I did uh, nails waxing lash and brow treatments massage and at the time uh, eyelash extensions were only just starting to become popular and it was it was before now like like they are now where everywhere is offering them Uh, there weren't many people offering them at the time I think there was only me and one other person in my village that was doing them so I was finding that my bookings were coming in for the lash extensions more than anything else. And if I'm honest, I, I tried my hand at doing um, nail extensions and I was just awful at it. <laughs> and I realised I couldn't, I couldn't specialise in everything. So I actually chose the lashes and that's what I specialised in. And uh, I just sort of got a good reputation for myself and people would actually travel to me from, from almost two hours away sometimes to, to come and get their lashes done with me. Because as I say at the time, there there weren't many lash technicians around. Now, however, it, it's actually a, a a role in itself, being a lash technician. It's a thing. Uh, before, it wasn't. Before, um, you know, if you're a beauty therapist, then then you kind of did everything. But now, however, you can be a nail technician, you can be a brow technician, a lash technician, you can specialise in, in waxing. Even waxing can be niched down. You know, you've, you've got intimate waxing or you can do male waxing. Um, that was never really up my street, I have to say. But, um, you know, it's a big business. So what I'm trying to say is, is you can niche everything down. Uh, I've got some other examples, actually. My my family, my mum and my sister, my brother-in-law, my dad, they all work for themselves and they've managed to niche down what they do as well. So my sister is a hairdresser 
And she's starting to find that she is swaying towards bridal hair. That's what she really enjoys. That's what she's passionate about. So she's niched down her her hairdressing career to specialise more in, in the bridal aspect. And her husband, he's a carpenter and, and he specialises in oak, in, in oak wood. And, and he's finding that he's getting a lot of demand for, for that because he's niched that down. Um, just one more example. <laughs> so my mum actually owns a hair salon and it's, um, it's, it's quite a, a strange story, this one, because the hair salon is actually next to another hair salon and we live in quite a small village and it's just, we've got one road and on that road, we've got a convenience store and then we've got two hairdressers <laughs> right next to each other. So, um, I mean... My mum has has found, not so much now, but before she found it quite a struggle because, I mean, who wouldn't find that a struggle? You've got a business and another one sets up next to you that's exactly the same. Of course, it's going to be a threat. However, my mum quickly realised that what she needed to do was set herself apart and make herself different to what next door was. So she niched her hair salon to be more of a family uh, salon um, and she actually added separate barbers onto it and also a kids area so they've got like a little um, separate area for children now with kids chairs and so on so that's what she uses as her niche to stand out so if you get my gist you can what I'm trying to say is you can basically niche anything down you've just got to think how you're going to do that so what you yeah again what you should know is you can really make money and create a business from almost anything so if you're really passionate about starting something then do just go for it okay <laughs> even if you're not ready to leave your day job just yet perhaps establish yourself a little side hustle something that you might have time to work on in the mornings before work or when you come home from work or at the weekends okay because you never know where that little side hustle might lead you Okay, so if you've always fancied yourself as a business owner and would love to be your own boss, but you're unsure of what to do, what you think you'd be good at doing, then there's a few questions you can ask yourself. Now, what I want you to do is grab a pen and a piece of paper, and I want you to write these down, because this is going to help you if you write it down. Okay, I want you to firstly ask yourself, what are your hobbies? Okay, or what is it that you love doing maybe list about five things if you can just anything it could be gardening or um reading books or uh, you know <laughs> anything really just whatever it is you love doing write them down and then what i want you to do once you've written those say three to five things once you've written them down i want you to have a look and think how could you make money from any of these things so I mean if you've put gardening down could you do other people's gardens you know could you perhaps offering offer your garden services to someone um if you've written down reading books perhaps you could look into uh, doing a proofreading class um and setting yourself up as a, a self-employed proofreader I mean there's just anything whatever it is um I mean just again my example of of hula hooping <laughs> hula hoop teacher wow <laughs> who'd have thought it hey you know one of my um when I was thinking when I first set up my first business in beauty as a beauty therapist 
And I, I actually did this exercise and I wrote down some of the things I love doing and I wrote down makeup and beauty and that all stemmed from my time working as an air hostess because I was always in the duty free. I was always getting to test out the new makeup ranges and perfumes and so on. And I, yeah, that, that's how I sort of fell into the beauty therapy because I, I was just obsessed with products, makeup and, and looking good, feeling good. And, and that's how I fell into that. So again, once you've written down those five things, three to five things, write how you can make money from some of them or all of them if you can. Okay. And then have a look and see which one on that piece of paper is standing out to you the most. And just start to think, okay, perhaps, perhaps I could try this because honestly, if you, it's easier than you think to set something up. So just have a go. Okay. Even if it's like I say, the gardening one's a good example. (laughs) It might not be your thing, but if that's your thing, then perhaps just advertise yourself on on a local Facebook group or, um, because people are always looking for someone to come and do their garden. Okay. So just, just try it. See where it gets you, because you, you, unless you, you try, you, you know, you won't ever know, will you? So, <laughs> finding your niche in your chosen industry will give you the opportunity to set yourself apart from the rest, and it will be easy for you to make a name for yourself quicker. So, the key here, really, with finding your niche is to be a big fish in a small ocean, not a small fish in a big ocean. Does that make sense? So, I mean, there's there's restaurants, another example, in every high street, yeah? Everywhere you go, there's, there's, there's hundreds of restaurants, there's hundreds of beauty salons, there's hundreds of hairdressers. But how can you niche that down? I mean, restaurants can do that. They're, they're all competing, aren't they? But they've niched it down. I mean, like Indian restaurants, for example, now, you go into big towns and cities and even Indian restaurants have niched themselves down. You've got vegan Indian restaurants, you know, that's a thing. There's, there's just so many things that you can do to niche your business idea or your established business down, okay, to make yourself stand out. So if this has been helpful to you and if you want to maybe try some more exercises and um, have a little bit more assistance and find your niche, then do go to my website, jumpingthroughhoopswithhannah.com. And on there, I do have a finding your niche worksheet, which you can download for free. So just send me a DM or a an email if you want any more information. But I do hope that's been helpful to you today. If you are thinking about starting your own business or if you've just established one and you're working out how you can make yourself stand out. Okay, thanks guys. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I do hope my information has been useful in some way. Now, if you have enjoyed listening, then I would really appreciate if you leave me a review over on iTunes or any other platform that you are listening from. Thank you.